Bloomberg Intelligence believes the market opportunity for the metaverse could be $800 billion by 2024. We have to think about this like we do the internet. There are some of the end consumer platforms where I think primarily the BI estimate of 800 billion is organized. But we have to think all the way down to the companies that produce the hardware we use to access the metaverse, the compute chips that power those experiences, the networking companies that need to deliver this at ever increasing bandwidth and latency and reliability, all the way down to the content companies like your Netflixes and Tinders who have to find a way to exist in this new environment. That total TAM is no, expected to be in the trillions. Wow. Back to the bored apes. So are they Nazi racist trolls, 4chan provocateurs, or are they the next winners of the Silicon Valley sweepstakes of billions of dollars? Let's go back to the dig, as they say, and my boy Philion. You will see exactly how Bored Ape Yacht Club uses simianization to convey racist themes and undertones. But first, we must understand the culture in which these apes were born. In 2021, Bored Ape Yacht Club was launched on April 30th, which is the exact day that Hitler died. The launch of Bored Ape Yacht Club was actually on the 23rd, with a week-long pre-sale, and they sold out before the 30th. However, they made it a point to tell the New Yorker that it was the 30th. I have shown this picture to various artists. This is Bored Ape Yacht Club's main logo that they use across all of their branding and social media accounts. Not too bad, right? How about now? Most of them left uncomfortably in sheer disbelief. The audacity to do this is mind-blowing. The picture Philion is talking about is the Bored Ape Yacht Club logo, a skull with 18 teeth that might have been inspired by Nazi symbolism. But that shit is above my pay grade. I think the logo looks like something my 10-year-old niece could draw on an Etch-a-Sketch. It does not take a genius to see that this Bored Ape Yacht Club logo is a direct copy of the Toten Kopf. The skull and bones represents death and was used by both Prussia and Nazi Germany as a military emblem representing death heads. I only mention Prussia because that will play out later when we examine some of the Bored Apes. Both logos also have 18 teeth. If you're unfamiliar, the alt-right white supremacists and neo-Nazis love alphanumeric code. The number 18 is a symbol of hate. More specifically, it's alphanumeric code for the initials of Adolf Hitler. One being A, eight being H. Now, I ask you a simple question. You just listened to Philion. He sounds coherent, right? And what I default to is, how many people would know that the number 18 was iconic inside the white supremacist movement? I assume if you were in jail with some Aryan Nation guys and were getting raped, you might know it. Or if you live in Idaho and are a part of one of those militias where you're a sovereign citizen and they're fuck the government credo and you literally hate all humans, I get it. But I struggle. Did the writers, the founders of Bored Ape create that logo and think that deeply? I'm not sure. I've intentionally not said the names of the Board Ape Yacht Club founders thus far on purpose. Because when it started, no one had any idea who owned the apes or who created it. The founders used aliases online. 
they literally were hiding behind their ape drawings. Which kind of makes sense if you're trying to be cute by creating Nazi and racist propaganda. One thing to note is that both logos also have a rough edge, which is uncommon in circular emblems. It's just another characteristic that demonstrates they knew what they were copying. Board Ape Yacht Club was created by a company called Yuga Labs. Like everything in this project, the name has meaning. A little bit about us to start off the new year and what's coming. What's the inspiration behind the name Yuga Labs? We're nerds, and Yuga is the name of a villain in Zelda whose ability is that he can turn himself and others into 2D art. It made sense for an NFT company. When I heard this, I was confused. I've played just about every Legend of Zelda game, and I could not remember for the life of me who Yuga was. Anti-Semitic metaphors and symbolism have been embedded into creative projects over the course of history. And being an anti-Semite is an accusation that remains serious. When it comes to this conspiracy theory, the deeper elements of the theory and its alleged connection to Nazi imagery, it's not something to completely shrug off. But again, the jury is still out for me. There is a specific reason they pick the name Yuga. On Yuga Labs' website, they pay homage to another project called The Hash Masks. This project was made by a Swiss company known as Suum Kuik Labs. This phrase, meaning to each their own, was on the gate of the Buchenwald concentration camp. This phrase was also used on the face of Prussian helmets, and Yuga Labs loved Suum Kuik so much that they even took their exact terms of service. Yuga has an entirely different meaning. The phrase Kali Yuga stems from Hinduism, and it refers to an age of conflict or darkness. What is the period we're in now? Because it seems like it's coming to an end. This is Kali Yuga, man. This is this is some weird shit that was predicted by the Bhagavad Gita. This is, this is like this Guter is Dalarong, Battle of the Gods, yeah. Ragnarok. Tell but, me. But this is what happens in cultures. Like they go through these like these pitches, these ups and downs. Concentration camps, Prussian helmets, Kali Yuga. End times, dark times, I won't argue with the idea that we are living through some bizarre shit. As a creative myself, I struggle with the idea that they executed a calculated plan to add Prussian imagery or come close to winking at some of this shit. While researching this, I'm reminded of the many scams and hoaxes I've seen. When the perpetrators get so inside the deception, that they must ride the lie until the wheels fall off. Not too much of a stretch these days, where our former president and the sycophantic politicians that follow him don't want to accept election results or the rise of people like Alex Jones and others who decide the truth today isn't important. Did the founders of Board Ape Yacht Club just get in over their heads and wish they could now walk back some of their mistakes? to head off at the past, maybe personal and professional ruin? As far as Kali Yuga, let's hear some more. The earliest mention of this phrase in internet culture was on September 11th, 2014, by an anonymous user on 4chan, in response to people being upset over Gamergate. Anon replied, I know it is dark at times, but you just gotta learn to enjoy it, man. Embrace being the bad guy. Surf the Kali Yuga. Since then, the phrase spread like wildfire among the alt-right. First, it was made into a t-shirt by Vincent Vauclin, who founded the French Descent, an alt-right political party that operated from 2011 
2011 to 2021. Apparently, alt-right meme merch went hard, and the new design of the shirt in 2016 featured a toting cough. And in 2019, a telegram group called Kali Yuga Surfing Club was created. See anything weird here? The Kali Yuga is one of the cornerstones of traditionalist ideology that was preached by René Guénon, a French occultist and philosopher who is credited for introducing the Kali Yuga to the West. During his life, Guénon moved to Egypt, became Muslim, and preached traditionalism, which consisted of extreme anti-Semitism and an admiration for ancient societies, which included hierarchies of class and gender. Guénon and Italian-born Nazi sympathizer Julius Avola are both revered and memed on 4chan. You'll find threads in the literature and political boards placing these two on a pedestal and recommending their works for a sense of woke pseudo-intellectualism. What I've learned about conspiracy theories and the many intellectual layers to them is that within the theory is always truth. Components of it that stand up and make sense to academics, journalists, and people on the fringes. When I think about where the American empire is culturally at these days, why wouldn't I believe that an art project was trolling pseudo-intellectuals or the political left? There's always a person or group that believes that they are the smartest people in the room and love engaging in psychological warfare to get their maniacal way. They look at people and personalities like a Sudoku puzzle. Intellectual elitism makes sense when you start to really unpack this story, but was it done with malicious intent? That's another thing. This might melt your brain, but stay with me. It's impossible to show the masses exactly what the founders of Board Ape Yacht Club are doing without understanding Chan culture, or how 4chan acts as a think tank and hive mind. One of the worst aspects of Chan culture is pseudo-intellectualism. What you have is a bunch of trolls who haven't seen the light of day, that have collectively convinced themselves they are based, woke and have the answers to this world. They find solace in knowing specific information compared to normal people or normies. This is why it's considered esoteric. As a result of this, you have pockets of deranged people who study old texts, scriptures, and societies in order to extract archaic values and worship them. The founders of Board Ape Yacht Club are terminally online, smart assholes. I hate to admit it. The founders are clever, and I mean really fucking clever. The four founders are Gordon Goner, Emperor Tomato Ketchup, Gargamel, and No Sass. Back to the names, and here again is where I start to wonder even more. If these names above were created before the fame, before the money, before the millions of followers, and before Rolling Stone or the Daily Beast decided to do a deep dive into this subject matter, then these guys are just caught. You have four founders, four fake names, and all these names tie back again into racist, anti-Semitic metaphors and ideologies. A play on words? Or again, is it a sleight of hand by creators being cute? Number one, Emperor Tomato Ketchup, Karim Adelaide software engineer. On the surface, Emperor Tomato Ketchup sounds like a Fortnite skin. In reality, 
Emperor Tomato Ketchup is the name of a 1971 film that is banned across the world for containing child pornography. It's about children overthrowing adults and establishing their own supremacy, in which a young boy in a fascist uniform sexually assaults a grown woman. And if you were to ask Tomato himself, he would say he got the name from a Stereolab album which got its name from the film. Another example of plausible deniability. Number two, Gargamel, Greg Solano, MFA in writing. If anyone is familiar with the Smurfs, then the name Gargamel might ring a bell. Gargamel is the antagonist who turns sentient beings into money. He is widely known as an anti-Semitic depiction of a Jewish stereotype. And as Ryder Rips pointed out, 4chan also uses the term Gargamel to describe Jewish people. A reoccurring theme that you'll notice is that this entire umbrella of Board Ape Yacht Club trolling stems from 4chan behavior, which is based on inserting enough absurdity to create plausible deniability. Gargamel is smart, but he's a little sloppy. According to his Reddit post history, he posted a 4chan crypto meme before Board Ape Yacht Club was even live yet, confirming that he's at least aware of the culture or uses 4chan. I'm not a branding expert, but this much I do know. Any name or business connected to child pornography, fascism, and the like, you might just want to steer clear from that. If it wasn't for the nerds on the internet who listen to Stereo Lab and watch obscure band films, who else would be connecting these conspiratorial dots? Listen. I was the biggest Smurfs fan growing up, and I always thought that Gargamel was a scary fucked up character. And there really isn't anything cool about adapting that as a nickname. It kind of reminds me when rappers started to use bad mafia nicknames. Just stop. Not to mention, if the geniuses of 4chan use it as a slur, wouldn't you just now take it down and not try to explain it away on Reddit? It's like Wittgenstein's let the unutterable be conveyed unutterably, or Hemingway's iceberg theory. We knew what this world was and why the apes are this way, and that somebody else might get a little tingle on their neck looking at it, thinking, yeah, this is kind of different. This isn't just random. In this interview, Gargamel literally just confirmed that Board Ape Yacht Club is his medium for creative writing. First, the quote is cryptic, but it makes a lot of sense given the context of this project. Let the unutterable be conveyed unutterably. Dog whistles, hidden meanings, fiction writing, Nah, man, they're just apes with 3D glasses. You don't understand crypto. In this statement, Gargamel quotes Ludwig Wittgenstein, an Austrian Jewish philosopher believed to have been the boy who went to school with Adolf Hitler from 1903 to 1904. I went to college, but if you want to start talking about the finer points of Wittgenstein's theory, then like most people, I'll pretend I know the reference or Google his work, read it for five minutes and remind myself that I believe philosophy is for deep thinkers and jerk offs who want to act cool in a bar. Remember the scene in Goodwill Hunting when Matt Damon schools the pretentious ponytailed smartass? Yeah, that guy. With that said, Maybe that is the whole point. This guy, Greg Solano, sounds like a smart chap with a bad nickname who might be an anti-Semite who likes to layer Nazi propaganda into his writing. And if it's art, I guess that might be fine. But currently, not so much. 
Bored Ape Yacht Club, in a way, is a social experiment in making fun of people who are easily influenced. Crypto bros and everyone who sucks off technocrats included. It is a commentary on the number going up forever or the wag me crowd, which lives by the slogan, we're all going to make it. This is a very real sentiment shared by thousands of people on the internet, which the founders of this project have profited off of immensely. All it took was celebrity worship, proper funding, fueled by a dystopian political agenda to get fascist propaganda on the world stage. 